Welcome to the Bippity Boppity Basics Podcast, a lifestyle podcast with a magical twist. I'm your host, Caitlin May, and I'm a self-proclaimed Disney adult and childless millennial who is obsessed with Harry Potter, Florida sunshine, and all things basic. Here on the podcast, I chat weekly about everything Disney, Harry Potter, theme park news, and navigating my basic late 20s life. basics welcome back to this month's episode today's episode (laughs) i'm hoping is like my favorite episode ever i think it's gonna be hilarious i think it's gonna end our relationship (laughs) um i think it's gonna be hilarious so if you couldn't tell by the title today we are reading all of your disney hot takes and i'm very excited so Um, let's get into the episode. First, we're going to start off by shouting out our basic of the month. If you would like to be basic of the month, you need to follow the podcast Instagram and, uh, be sure to listen to our show. And this month's basic is ear, like ear, Mickey Mouse ear to there with Mariana. So thank you so much, Mariana, for supporting our show and let's get into today's episode. Okay. Thanks for coming back on the show. <laughs> you act like I have a choice. Ah, rude. You're feeling sassy today. It is what it is. <laughs> Everybody uh-huh. loves you. And the only thing that I ever hear on episodes that you're on is like, this is my favorite episode. We love John. Ha ha ha. So now I feel like I have to have you on every episode because... You're the fan favorite. I really dislike editing myself. Oh, <laughs> I, I get that. It's not a pleasure. I get that. Okay, well, we're doing Disney hot takes today. Love it. Um, so I think to start off, we should alternate hours. Are we doing normal intro things or just hot takes like Soren's and Splash's? Oh, we can do Sorns and Splashes if you want. That's a great idea. Wasn't sure. I didn't have any pre... um, Me neither. Let's see. What would be our Sorn and Splash for the month of January? Let me think. For the month, the Sorn was New York. Going to New York City was... so true. So much fun. Yes, I agree with that. We saw Funny Girl. um, Twice. Twice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we mainly went for that because I was dying to see Leah Michelle. And Romy and Krimlo in that show. They're two of my favorites. And then we saw Mike Birbiglia. And then we saw Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. So if you want like a New York Broadway episode, let us know. Because I think that would be really fun. Um, Splash for this year. This month. Can we even call it Splash anymore? Because oh, Splash no. Mountain is dead. <laughs> what's, it, what's it called now? <laughs> Tiana's Bayou Adventure. That does not. Oh, yeah. We can't say this month's Bayou. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or we could and just make it a thing because that's kind of funny. That is kind of cute. Um, let us know. Should we still call it Splash? Um, or should we my, change it? Or My do you... Splash was actually going down Splash <laughs> John, for the last time. John does not like log flume rides. No, it was not fun. The picture of me is amazing, screaming my brains out down that last picture is amazing. <laughs> drop. <laughs> um, oh, I don't 
know what our splash, what my splash would be. I feel like we had a pretty good month. It's been pretty good. It's been busy. Yeah. I got a cold. That would be mine. I got mm. sick. Did too much Disney. Got a cold. Yeah. It was very cold outside and it was a lot of days there. So we have had a lot of cold weather recently. Um, I don't think I have a splash for the month. January was pretty good. Must be nice. <laughs> pretty good start to um the year so yes any other housekeeping things no that was it i just remembered that no was a thing i love to do and... no yeah i'm glad you did that because i feel like <laughs> i'm still trying to find my my rhythm in this monthly schedule instead of you had a lot of wins like you're your ears and your mug that you found at the parks oh my gosh yes i found the new little mermaid ears which are right behind me i had to showcase them and then yesterday i finally found the anastasia mug that i've been tracking literally forever so when this episode goes out is february 1st which is not too far away from when we're recording so if you're an orlando local and you want the anastasia mug um caribbean beach resort was literally fully stocked so i'm wondering if that's like the only stock left that they have on property and like no one thinks caribbean beach is gonna have it so that's why it is fully stocked but if you're a local go to caribbean beach they had a ton um and i haven't seen the pin since i got the pin i have not found it so i don't know where that would be if there even is stock left of the Anastasia pin. Disney, if you're listening, there is a market for all of this content. We want more representation. There is a market for Anastasia for sure. The fact that like my age group um, who grew up with it and the fact that they've since acquired the rights to that production. I think it was 20th Century Fox. I think is what it was. Probably. Um. But now that they've, yeah, because isn't that who did Titanic? Because Disney has like a ton of Titanic anniversary merch on Shop Disney right now. So there's a market for that, for sure. Anastasia needs more representation in the park because if she counts as a Disney princess now, my ranking system needs a revision because I loved her. I still love her. Her music slaps. So... Yeah, it's been it's been a good January. Amazing. I know. I love that for us. I mean, honestly, it's been a good January for you too if the only downside you can think of is getting sick. Yeah, it, it was that and then this next week I have to go on a client trip that I'm dreading, but that's it. That was the bad stuff. But I get to stay home by myself and watch Emily in Paris <laughs> and eat sushi, so I'm a little looking forward to it. Must be nice. <laughs> Jonathan and I came up with our own personal Disney hot takes, and then I took to Instagram on my personal and the podcast Instagram and asked what you guys have as Disney hot takes. So if you're not following me on my personal or the pod at all, you need to because sometimes I do these little activities so um, you guys can be more involved with the episodes. I think that's a lot more fun that we're all working together as a community um, instead of just me and Jonathan sometimes up here just doing whatever we want. 
So I think we should alternate. Like I'll say one and then we react and then you say one and get through ours that way. And then I can rattle off the list of our listeners' hot takes and we can kind of react um, accordingly. Okay. Good? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you want to go first or me? How many do you have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay, so we're gonna do like maybe two of yours and one of mine because I have five. <laughs> okay. Yep. So I you can start. do that. Yep. Okay. Some you will definitely not agree with. <laughs> okay. I didn't think I had a lot of Disney hot takes, and then when I started like scripting this out and actually reading the responses I got on Instagram, I was like, "Oh, this is mine." <laughs> <laughs> All right. First one first. I'm starting off with a whammy. Walt Disney World Space Mountain is not fun and it needs an update. (laughs) (laughs) I would have fought you a little bit, except for this last trip. I got so jostled. I thought I needed to go to the chiropractor afterwards and like I had a headache and it was very unpleasant. So I would agree. Space Mountain. Maybe your time has come. I mean, we don't have to we don't have to get rid of it. Yeah, it could still be Space Mountain, but like it just here's the thing. Like the roller coaster itself is not scary, but like the noises that that old roller coaster makes is what is scary about Space Mountain. Cause I'm like, this thing is rickety AF. Like it's gonna fall. And it's over fifty years old because they just celebrated the fiftieth and it was definitely built in advance. <laughs> and I understand that they do routine maintenance. I don't want you guys to think that yeah, I don't I'm think not I'm saying that. No, I do not think that it is like dangerous. But at the same time, I'm like, this ride sucks. And I don't know why people are like, yes, let's go on Space Well, Mountain. I think too, all you can think about when you're on it is the ride mechanism because you can't really see anything. Unlike a lot of the other rides that might be. It's not like, like, like visually thunder. stimulating. Yeah, Big yeah. Thunder. You also are on a more rickety track, but it's supposed to be like it's part of the ride and you're looking at all the other stuff that's going on around you versus that you're just plummeting through pitch black with those sounds and getting jostled right and left. Yeah. So So, that's my number one. This second one is actually the like hot take that started it all (laughs) because I put this on TikTok because everybody was like weaving over the loss of Splash Mountain and I put on TikTok, Splash Mountain needed to go. I did not like it. I don't understand why people are, like, mourning this ride. Um, and Tiana's going to make it so much better. So that's my second one, is that I literally, in my TikTok, to quote my TikTok, I could not give two shits about Splash Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, I, like, I don't care about the story of it, so I didn't grow up. Well, I mean, I, I know who those characters are because I used to read books that they were characters in a long time ago. Uh-huh. But, like, I don't care about any of the story of it. No, and, like, I feel like even if you did care about the story, like, let's put all the racial things aside. For being a, like, predominantly story ride-through you could not follow the story in that ride. No. Like, I did not know what was going on. Like, one one minute we're looking at, like, the fox and the bear. Is it, is it a fox? Far fox. I don't know. Whatever. That goes to show you how much I, like, literally care about this ride. 
it goes from them like being like, oh, we're going to get the little rabbit. And then the next minute you're like plummeting down the first two drops. And then it's like, ha, 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 laughing place. And you're like, what the heck is a laughing place? And then you do the big drop. And then it's like, yippee. And then it's done. <laughs> like, what did I just even, it was like a fever dream. What did I even just experience? <laughs> like, Yeah, it's it's a wild one. Yeah. So. And it's not even the wildest ride in the wilderness. So. <laughs> um. Adios, Splash Mountain. Not going to miss ya. Excited for Tiana. Um, that's a whole other soapbox, though. She deserves everything. We stand her. It's going to be so much better. It was a good one. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. No RIP to Splash Mountain. Well, my next one kind of transitions from the racial things. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> Start off real strong here. Um, it's, it's like a two-parter. Okay. One, I'm kind of surprised that Peter Pan has not been talked about for the racial things, but the indigenous representation. Well, yeah, Disney Plus <laughs> definitely has, like, one of those little, like, disclaimers when you watch it on the platform, like, this contains slurs. It's <laughs> the, the longest line consistently other than Mine Train at Disney World. Mm. Magic Kingdom is Peter Pan. There's a lot of talk about, like, in the Disney community just in general, of basically, like, what you're saying. Like, yeah. why is this still, like, why is there no talks of, like, updating or, yeah. I don't but think they'd ever get yeah. rid of it. I think they, they would but that's not update. That's not my hot take part of it. I just think we should probably talk about that. Oh. My hot take is that in that film, um... Leaving the kids in the custody of the dog was maybe child abuse and also maybe animal abuse <laughs> because they like punish the dog for doing a bad job. It's true. And I You're think not wrong. we're not talking enough Justice about that. Justice for Nana. <laughs> Justice for Nana. I was shook. I only saw it recently for the first time ever. Yeah. And I got to the end and I was like, <laughs> okay, I always knew about like the Peter Pan and the magic and the Tinkerbell and the flying and Never Neverland and all that fun stuff. But, like, a huge plot point is that Nana is in charge and is failing miserably. And the parents are just, like, gallivanting. And she's just trying her hardest. <laughs> she's just trying to do right by the darling kids. Yep. And she's working on limited resources here. Yep. So. I, I agree with that. Okay. I, yeah. I'd say we're pretty collective on that. Okay. My next one. Um, Snow White and Cinderella are the most bore, boring princesses. <laughs> And I'm not even counting Sleeping Beauty because that's a given because she's like asleep for half of her movie. Um, but literally Snow White and Cinderella have like zero redeeming qualities for me. And I could leave them, honestly. I have never actually seen Snow White. It was in the vault when I was trying to see it and I could not find it anywhere. Oh, have seen Cinderella Christ. once. Don't care to see it again. She is literally like a wet cardboard box. I think that Disney... She's also 14, and, like, when I was 14, I, too, was a wet cardboard box, but... But it, they, they were the early, like, figuring princess out movies. Yeah. And then by the 90s, they were like, we're kind of getting in our groove. Yeah. And then lately, I think they've just perfected the formula. Yeah. Like, for me, Tangled and Moana are two of the most solid, mm -hmm. just, like, true princess stories. Um, 
Yeah. So they had they had to come for us to get what we have now, I but I don't need to watch them. <laughs> yeah, they're, I literally could take or leave them. Like, I do not care about them. Seven Dwarf is a fun ride, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll do that, but... But that's just for the dwarves. If people are like... <laughs> it's not for the princess. <laughs> if people are like, let's go meet Cinderella, I'm like, ew. <laughs> no, <laughs> why would we do that? Except her restaurant in the castle does slap. The food is really good, so... Next, <laughs> I have gotten hate in the past for this, um, so I expect to ruffle a lot of feathers. We're going to get canceled after this. We are. People are going to hate me. Um, the live action remakes are not good, <laughs> and Maleficent is the absolute worst of them. Mm. I agree that they're not good. I don't think I would agree that that's the worst. Really? I, okay, let me rephrase that. Maleficent was the one I was most disappointed with. Okay. I wanted her to be pure evil. And the fact that she had redeeming qualities made me mad. <laughs> no, but like, seriously, like growing up, she was the most terrifying villain. And like, I just wanted a story of like, just pure evil. Yeah. Well, this is the era of, like, villains getting their own films, and the only way Hollywood knows how to do that is to give them some redemptive arc, like your Jokers and your... Yeah, I guess. Even Batman's kind of a villain, but that's a hot take for another day. (laughs) Who? Um, no. No, Robert Pattinson's at least, is it? No, not... Well, no. But, like, Batman... We don't need to talk about this one today. (laughs) DC is not even remotely. We just do a whole DC episode. Actually, I really couldn't because I don't know a lot about that universe. Because it's not good. Anyway. Well, that, that, that's a good transition for my next one. Okay. Um, DC to Marvel. Uh, my hot take is that every Marvel film that's been created is good, whether it's good or not. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think that people get way too in the weeds about like critiquing the marvel cinematic universe on like a purely objective film level yeah and that's not i that's not how you should look at those they're all fun and they all tell a really cool story and they're all connected together and i love every single one of them even the ones that i don't want to rewatch all the time yeah honestly i would say yes to that and add that includes like any content that they make about it like the series included Mm -hmm. because there's been a lot of hate around a majority of their series like people hated she hulk and i'm like okay but you did not understand (laughs) or like they hated the like officeness about it Mm. like the the talking heads or the fact that it kind of like broke the fourth wall a lot and i would agree with you i think people who take superhero content too seriously are missing the point of like consuming superhero content yep like people who hated thor love and thunder i think that's the best example of the point you're trying to make is that like this Taika Waititi is so known for like his fun youthful like humor and storylines and the way that he tells stories and everybody who's like ew Thor Love and Thunder was like so stupid I'm like okay then you totally missed it like the whole point was to like have this super fun film and like (laughs) Like, usher Thor into, like, this next phase of his life. 
I think that the reason that the MCU works so well is the multiverse story. Mm-hmm. Because every film can have its own tone and its own like world building, mm-hmm. and they're all equally valid because it's all part of the multiverse. Yeah, and I think that's a really cool thing because they they can be so wildly different in tone, and you can connect so differently with the characters. Like you can have the really emotional experiences with the the Iron Man story from kind of the phase one, but then you can just have like stupid fun with Thor: Love and Thunder. Like they're yeah. Very different films. You watch them for very different reasons. I would say that the only film that is the exception to the point that we're making is the Edward Norton Hulk. <laughs> I don't count that as part of the MCU. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm like any anything before 2010 is dead to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is probably in and of itself a hot take yeah we'll, yeah. we'll give that another hot take yeah it's like yep. a russian nesting doll of mcu hot takes everything after 2010 <laughs> i accept as canon anything before 2010 <laughs> never happened all right it was part of another multiverse <laughs> my next two the brave movie is boring but merida slaps and is one of the best princesses i agree I don't think that it was boring, and I did really, like, I, I've seen it a few times. I saw it in theaters. It just does not hit the same way that a lot of the other ones do, mm-hmm. and I don't know what, what specifically about it I don't know why, it, because it. the themes, I'm like, yes, but the mo- when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, eh. Yeah, her as a character, mm-hmm. solid. Yeah. I think there's just something missing in that story, just yeah. in the way that it's it's told that doesn't keep me going back like i don't re-watch it all the time yeah but yeah. i would like if if someone had it on i, I you would, would not watch be mad. it yeah yeah um frozen 2 is way better than frozen hands down 100 percent. anyone who thinks frozen 1 is better you can't tell me that it's you can't tell me that it is not better than frozen. like objectively better like the music better the storyline better the new characters that they added, amazing. The, the fact that they act, the animation, the fact that they actually like did a lot more consultation with like Nordic, like indigenous Nordic people. It's better. I'm sorry. It's better. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> All right, you. I don't have a transition this time. Oh, okay. Sorry. We didn't plan this well. <sighs> Um, my next one is about, well, it, <laughs> what I would call the best trilogy of all time. High School Musical. Which is High School Musical, but that's a hot take in and of itself. Uh, the take is that Sharpay is the actual, like, hero of that story. Yes. And was done dirty by the whole crew, and Gabriella yes. is the absolute worst and destroyed Troy's entire, like, chances of doing all the things that he wanted to do with his life. I have no qualms about that. And Gabriella can't sing. Yeah. I mean, no offense, Vanessa Hudgens, but... Well... We... we well, okay. <laughs> I said Gabriella can't sing. Vanessa Hudgens can do whatever she wants. <laughs> um, I agree. Sharpay was the victim. Yep. She... Always knew what she wanted. She was always pushing Troy to be better. And as someone who was like a theater kid, if all of the jocks just like showed up one day and were like, this is our thing too, I'd have been like... I would lose my mind. You're kidding. Like you have so much. You have so much already. (laughs) Why are you trying to take this away from us? Don't take this from me. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Completely agree. You will hear no... Also, when the Scholastic Decathlon 
the big game and the auditions all happen on the same day, the answer is not to destroy two out of three of those. <laughs> yeah, true. The answer is prioritize what's most important to you right. and go with that one. Like if you really want to do theater, go to the audition. Otherwise, do the other things. Yes. Yep. So. No, I, I have no disagreement with you on that. Sharpay is my ride or die. Also, Truly. the I don't know if this is a hot take, but I would say High School Musical 2 is the best of the three. Also correct. Cool. Good also talk. correct. <laughs> I mean, so far we have not gotten a divorce yet. No, I think it's just the last one. Oh, no. Okay. Um, Magic Kingdom has the worst food out of all four parks. Preach. Why? Why can't you have better food? The spring rolls are the only redemptive quality. Well, and I like the corn dog nuggets, but those are not healthy. I am not... I don't even think I'm counting the sit-down restaurants in this. Like, I think just as someone who goes to the park and is like, oh, I'm just here to, like, ride the rides, have a full Disney day, I'm just going to eat quick service, like, the food sucks. The hamburger spring rolls are probably the best quick service out of the whole park. And they're not even reliable. Yeah. Like, you can't even get them all the time. I like the pastrami better, but those are limited. Yeah. For the 50. Um... The corn dog nugs are good, but they are not healthy at all. No. Which brings up another point. Like, if you're trying to be healthy, and I know people are going to be like, if you're going to Disney, are you really being healthy? But, like, for someone who lives here and goes often, like, I don't want to fuel on corn dog nugs all but, the time. But or every, like, every other park has healthy options. Like, yeah. even on the app, if you're trying to order a kid's meal, which I do a lot, the other parks are like... You can't even get a side of fries unless you like dig in the settings. It's always yeah. like a salad and a and an orange or something is your options. And a water is always your default drink for kids' meals. It's like all the other parks are trying to be healthy. And then you go to Magic Kingdom and they're like, here's all this greasy food. Yeah. And sodas. And I feel like there's a lack of variety too. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, Pinocchio's has pizza. Then you have Pecos Bill, which Pecos Bill is a whole... <laughs> A whole hot take in and of itself. And then Cosmic Grace. Like, you have other food stalls that are, like, snacky. Like, Fryer Nooks, you can get some snacks. Gaston's Tavern, you can get snacks. Um, oh, and then you have Casey's as well. But, like, that's only, like, if you don't like hot dogs, then you're out of luck. Because there's not even alternatives there. Um, so, yeah, it's the worst park to eat. And, like I said, I'm not counting... Be our guest because that's an amazing restaurant. Sure. The food at Crystal Palace is amazing. The food at Cinderella's Royal Table is amazing. But those are places that you're lucky to get into. Right. And Whereas... like the average family doesn't necessarily have the budget to go eat a prefix five course meal at Be Our Guest restaurant, you know? Nor should you probably eat the whole entire buffet at Crystal Palace <laughs> when you're going to go ride all the thrill rides afterwards. Right. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I'm very passionate about this. Um, Coco is better than Encanto. <laughs> Ooh, that one's that one's brutal. How much better? Leaps and bounds. Encanto is not bad by any means, but like I watched it once and I was like, okay. I mean, don't get me wrong, I was weeping, but. <laughs> I was going to say, I remember us being emotional. No, yeah. I was, I, I'm like I'm saying, don't get me okay. wrong. I am not saying that Encanto is bad. 
but Coco is better. I won't fight you on it. Better storyline. A thousand percent. I think what happened for me is the whole concept of like Mirabelle being like her own gift kind of like fell flat for me at the end. I don't remember the end of the movie, apparently. So there it and is. That just <laughs> proves my point even more. I just think the music's better. I think the overall story is better. Okay. Surface Pressure, great song. Um, Lin-Manuel Lin Miranda's music, amazing, great. Obviously, he's super talented, but I just think Coco's better. Okay. I won't fight. (laughs) (laughs) I think if I was going to rank them, I would say objectively Coco is like a better film, but I would be faster to rewatch Encanto because I don't want to (laughs) cry. No, I'd rather cry at Coco. I'm going to cry at both, Mm. so I'd rather cry at Coco. Gotcha. Well, my next one is in two parts. The first one will get a lot of hate. Um, So if we're friends and this makes you not want to be my friend anymore, I'm so sorry. I don't even want to say it because I know people are going to come for me. The Lion King is overrated. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shut, shut everything down. It's I'm sorry, over. it's not bad. It's just overrated. So here's here's the second follow up hot take. Is it? Am I gonna guess it? Yes. Lion King one and a half is the only Lion King worth watching. <laughs> Lion King one and a half is the best Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. This is that's probably why we're married. We have all the same hot takes. It's true. I mean, Lion King is literally Hamlet, but with lions. Like, yes, the music is amazing, but. You want to know something? There's a hot take that one of the listeners brought in, so I'm not going to steal their thunder, but their hot take is 1,000% correct. Um, But yeah. I saw Lion King once when I was three, and I don't think I've seen it since. That just goes to show you. I'm sorry. I know people are going to be so mad. I'm so sorry. but... But the Lion King show... At Animal Kingdom. Correct. Great. Correct. So much fun. Correct. All right, my next one. Dole Whip is not that good. (laughs) We had a place in Springfield called Pineapple Whip, and it's just Pineapple Whip. Pineapple Whip is better, I would say. And I've never had Dole Whip at at Disney, but what I've seen. The only Dole Whip that I loved was not this Christmas, but Christmas 2021. Was it 2021? Yeah. Had the chai tea with the pistachio Dole Whip and that chocolate cake pop. That was amazing, and I wish it was not seasonal. Actually, I can't even say it was seasonal because they didn't bring it back this Christmas. But that is the, oh, and the Peter Pan hat. Those were my two favorite Dole Whips, and of course, (laughs) neither of them exist anymore. Dole Whip is not that good. All right, last one. You already know it, but we will probably get a divorce over this. <laughs> um, I don't get the Dak hype. 
I don't. I really don't. Like, is there deck hype? <laughs> yes. So many people are like, Animal Kingdom is my favorite park. And I'm like, can't relate. I love zoos. But I'm like, this is just a glorified zoo. This is a glorified Disney zoo. And for families who are like struggling to take their kids on a Disney vacation because it's so freaking expensive, I'm like, skip Dak. You can see giraffes at the Audubon Zoo in New Orleans. <laughs> like, yeah. No, for the reason that I say it's my personal favorite park is because it is the place that I feel the most peaceful at mm. as someone who is an introvert and struggles with crowds. That's fair. It is nice to be around What a lovely nature. reason why that that's that, your I mean, favorite. it really is. It's just so calming because there's all the trees and the animals and mm. like little places to escape where I feel like the only other place like that is some places in Epcot I can find to hide. Like back behind the UK is a is a fave, but there's not really like the rest of them are pretty open, and this one is very intimate. So it's my favorite park for that reason, not because of like well, that's nice. I want to spend all my money to Disney Zoo. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Oh well, now I feel like a jerk for saying that. I told you the other day my favorite park is that for that reason, but my I think the best park the best is Epcot. Park you think is Epcot? Yeah, just. For, like, the combination of everything you'd go to a Disney park for, I think that they have gotten to the point that they have the perfect combo of everything because they do have amazing food. They now have the newest and some of the best rides. They brought some princess stuff in, so they're not solely it's educational. Not for everybody. But then they have all the educational stuff. Yeah. I think that it's a really good blend. That is mine. I'm, I'm anxious oh, to yeah. hear this last one. <laughs> so, I don't taste a difference between mickey ears in the park and no. mickey ears that you can buy out of the park no you're wrong i think they're identical you are wrong they are not <laughs> identical i think there's no difference i'm very passionate about this <laughs> i know the flavors are richer in the park <laughs> i know i can't pr- I, I didn't say that they are the same i just i can't taste a difference personally i just don't have a really refined palate <laughs> the the years as a child that you did not eat them maybe you just have like a nostalgia for them oh i do i definitely do have a nostalgia for them i don't yeah all right that really wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be i don't really have anything crazy and if it was something i knew would actually break us up i wouldn't tell you (laughs) i would just let my life be a lie yeah well i wouldn't tell you on camera we could have a conversation later okay we've got (laughs) <laughs> we got some really funny ones from you guys. So I took to my personal Instagram and the pod Instagram and I left a little question bubble in the stories and said, give me your biggest Disney hot takes and you guys did not disappoint. So these are like in no particular order according to like movie or whether I agree or not. This is literally just like I just scrolled through all the responses and typed them up. So. This first one, it kills me. The biggest lie Disney princesses spread isn't true love or body image. It's when Mulan uses her sleeve to wipe off her makeup and it takes everything <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. That's fair. 
Yeah, that that's probably up there. I've never really Top thought about it like that, but when this when this one came through, I was rolling. I thought this was the funniest thing ever. I was trying to think if there was any others, but I think that's it. I think they nailed it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, the real heroes of Sleeping Beauty are the three fairies. Wouldn't know. I would say. I don't think I've seen. Really? You haven't seen Sleeping Beauty? You see Maleficent. You know the three fairies raise her in the cottage. Allegedly. What do you mean allegedly? <laughs> That's what happens. Okay. Vaguely, I remember. Okay. Well, I will say I completely agree with this. And it ties into what I was saying about Maleficent and why I was really disappointed about I was disappointed with the live action of Maleficent because I wanted her to be pure evil and I didn't like that she was redeemable. And I agree with this person because especially at the end of the Maleficent um, live action where it was her kiss that was true love and woke up Sleeping Beauty. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like the good fairies... That should have been a good fairy moment. Like, they take this baby, raise her as their own, feed her, clothe her, protect her at all costs. I mean, when you think about it, they're better heroes to Aurora than even Prince Philip is. I think that I don't believe that a villain should be true evil because I don't think that's realistic in real life. No, it's not real life. It's fairy tales. I know, That's it's, why I it know works. it's fairy tales, but I I like that. I like how nuanced Disney writes its characters, mm. and I have found that the older I get, the more I relate to the villains because they were written as villains for children, and now I'm an adult, and I'm like, I agree. <laughs> um, like I don't have kids, but thinking about the mother knows best song from Tangled. Tangled. Like, you start to relate, and you're like, I mean, at some point, she's being a you're little like, selfish. You're like, yeah, she did steal the baby, but, like, she's also not wrong. She's she's <laughs> she's being selfish as she did some bad things, but also she's trying to protect, protect her, yeah. Rapunzel. And so she's like, hey, listen to me. Like, I've been out there. I know what's out there. That's nuanced. I mean, she's a bad character, and she gets what she deserves in the end, but she's not purely evil. Everybody has something... That is human in them. It's true. Not wrong. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. I liked this one. If Kristoff think, Oh, I just botched that. Let me try again. If Kristoff thinks Anna shouldn't be with Hans because they just met, then Kristoff shouldn't get with Anna because they also just met. <laughs> I think a lot of people rushing into stuff. This is not wrong. I think if you want to get on a technicality here, he is worried that she's marrying someone that she just met. And with them, it's very date. different. Yeah. yeah. Like with them, it's very different. Like, you know, I feel like it's definitely the more natural progression of things. That's like you meet someone, you are attracted to that person. You yeah. Get to know them, you date them, then eventually it will lead to, you know, a bigger commitment. Um, but I do understand the point that you're making. I I really do. A lot of people sliding into those DMs in that <laughs> film. 
Um, the next one, I love this person. We should be best friends because they said that Anastasia is the best Disney princess. <laughs> um, I would say I I agree a lot with that. Yes, now that she's a Disney princess, she really is. Yeah, I I you you watched it only once, so I feel like you might not feel as strongly as I do. Sharpay is the best Disney princess. Sharpay Evans for princess. Um, this one. I can't stand the Nightmare Before Christmas. I know it's supposed to be a kids movie, but it's actually creeps me out, and I'm 26. So much of it disturbs me, and I'd be perfectly fine if I never watched it again. I mean, it's not for everybody. <sighs> I. Part of me kind of feels halvesies about this. Not the creeping me out part. It doesn't creep me out. It's Tim Burton, so I feel like if you're ever going to watch anything from him, that's a given. Tim Burton does not make kids movies. Tim Burton makes adult animation. True. Um, I do, I do agree with you on I don't get the super hype about Nightmare Before Christmas. I think Corpse Bride... If we're comparing like Halloween, um, Tim Burton films, I would say The Corpse Bride is better to me. But I think it hit a sweet spot because of when it came out, because mm. it was like the early ages of the internet. Yeah, and true. People who were our age that were like high schoolers at the time, it was. Ooh, it's a dark and edgy thing as we're transitioning out of That's adolescence. True. We're all in our emo phase. We can see a, an animated film, but like it's a cool animated film. Yeah, I get so that. So I think a lot of the community and like culture around it probably has to do with that. Just like when it hit for the people that are really into it. Uh-huh. And then the reason that you see so much merch at the parks is because we're all able to buy things now and Disney is marketing heavily to this generation. It's true. I I agree with that. I don't think it's a bad movie. It doesn't creep me out. Actually, let's get into this. Let's segue. Is it a Halloween or a Christmas movie? Hmm. <laughs> it's not a Christmas movie. Uh, it's a Halloween movie. Yeah, it's not. It is a Halloween movie. It is not a Christmas movie. I I stand by that. Unless you're emo. And then... <laughs> And then it's the perfect Unless Christmas Unless it truly movie. wasn't a phase for you. Yeah. Like it was for a majority of us. <laughs> You're like, that's my Sandy Claus. <laughs> um, this one. This one shook me. <laughs> I don't care for or about Marvel or Star Wars. And I wish Disney would stop putting so much focus on the things they buy to the detriment of the things that they have themselves created. I mean, from a business perspective, they were purchased for a reason. This person goes on to say, I'm still burned out on Frozen, but I'd rather be getting an Arendelle land than Star Wars land because it at least is Disney. Yeah, but I would I would fight that just from a like business perspective because Star Wars has been around since the 70s and so you've got multi-generational fans. Arendelle's been out for like 8 years or whatever. Yeah. Um so Actually, I think 10? that 
is it 10 years that the first one came out? It I want to say I was it was in 2013. College. Yeah, that sounds right. Anyway, uh, close to 10 years, if not. So. And Paris is getting the Arendelle section. Yeah. So, so like, f- it, it, it's, it does exist. For, like, but... a, for like a two-movie thing that happened recently versus, like, I can't even count how many films and spinoff shows and books and content that's been created around Star Wars over the last what 50 years now i would i would put my money into star wars first personally yeah like like frozen deserves its ride frozen deserves its like character appearances frozen does not need a land i don't agree with it just because i am a massive star wars fan and i am getting into the mcu and i also agree with what you're saying and i'll take it a little bit further is that we could even use the Encanto example that I had. Like, I prefer Coco over Encanto, and I feel like Encanto is just the new Frozen as far as, like, hype around, like, little kids. Um, And they want my money just as much as they want a mom who has a three-year-old who loves Encanto. So, of course, they want to market to both of us. Um, So I agree with you on that. Like, it is a way better business decision to offer both. And just because you are not vibing with the Marvel and the Star Wars stuff doesn't mean that there are not hordes of people who do. The other thing is, like, they're not focusing on it to the detriment of other things. Like, they just made a Frozen 2. Like, they're investing... Mm -hmm. They invest in the same amount of, like, quality, like, Disney, Disney princess and Disney, like, standard family fare. They're putting out just as much or more than ever... They're just also doing some other things too. Yeah. And so when they're looking at new and improved things to add, sometimes it's those like really popular spinoff things like, you know, the the Frozen Ride or the um, Ratatouille and, you know, like these things that are popping up over time. We get like little pieces of them in the parks. But then when you absorb an entire collection of work that's been created over 50 years, maybe it gets a land. Yeah. And I think that's okay. Yeah. Uh, this one. Disney is making live actions because some people are insecure about watching animated movies. <laughs> well, then they should make the live actions actually good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not a fan of the live action. I've said that multiple times this episode, but I don't agree with that. Disney's making live actions to make more money from the original source material because people aren't buying those DVDs and VHS anymore. Correct. And I mean, let's think about it. Like, one of the reasons why I don't really like the live action is because they're not, like, they're unoriginal to me. Um, But that's the whole reason to make the live actions. Like, they do not need to spend time, like perfecting the storyline they already have that they already have the character development that they want if anything all they have to do is just piece together like original music like the songs that they added to beauty and the beast to push the storyline further or the feminist tones that they gave to jasmine and aladdin to push that storyline further kind of make it a little bit more well-rounded um so i don't agree with this the reason that they're making it is not because people our age are um insecure about watching animated movies and i think that that point proves itself because 
you've got great ratings for Moana and like all these new animated movies that are very well received that don't have a live action probably won't for a while because they're very far along down the timeline of Disney animated films. Um, it's because that they're easy money. Yeah, there's already an audience that knows the story mm-hmm. and will watch it. Even if they hate it, they will watch it. Little Mermaid. I'm going to go watch that. And, I don't have and, high hopes, but I'm going to go. And personally, like, I'm not mad about the Beauty and the Beast one. Mm. Like, I think of all of them, that one I'm the most okay with. because it's definitely it was, one of the stronger ones. It yeah. was like a recreation of their original. And as much as I diss on Cinderella, Cinderella is probably one of the stronger ones as well. But then like the Jungle Book, they took, they made beautiful animals with CGI, the but they Book. took everything that was good about the Jungle Book out. Like yeah, the there, was no music, was, there so was no music. There was no bad. There was no spark to it. So yeah, it was beautiful. But yeah. like, what's the point? Yeah. Um, Perfect segue. This goes to my Lion King one. And I said, somebody made a really good point and I didn't want to take their thunder, but they said, He Lives in You is the best song from the Lion King. And I completely agree. And that's a Lion King 2 song. And I would say that I like the music of two better than one. Um, <laughs> This one made me giggle and I really relate. Bambi was the start of my childhood trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Bambi was awkward for me. I would never let my kid watch Bambi. I watched it with some adults. I was like at some event, like some get together of several families. I don't remember why I was there exactly, but I was I was little. It was one of the first ones that I saw. And so there was like all these men in the room that were like rooting for the hunters so I'm like three and I'm like this poor little innocent deer and then these men are like get the deer and then like my family was poor and they hunted and I would watch my dad you know cut up the deer and it was a very confusing thing for me because like we had to hunt to survive but also Bambi was very sweet and innocent so the start of trauma is a better way to word that. <laughs> oh, I hated all of that. Very vivid memory. I cannot believe they were rooting. They were like, yeah, kill Bambi's mom. They sure were. They were They were not <laughs> great people. I would never let my kid watch that movie. <laughs> I'd be like, you have to be 40 years old before you're allowed to watch that movie. <laughs> Um, you're going to laugh at this one. Turkey legs are disgusting. <laughs> I agree. I hate them. I, I'm i neutral. I'll eat them if someone else is like going to share. I'm not going to eat them by myself. They're the worst. Oh, I have, a, I don't know if it's a hot take, but The Great Mouse Detective is the ter- most terrifying film of all time. And that's another <laughs> one I would never let a child watch. I love that movie. No. That dude is pure evil. Like, that dude haunts my nightmares. Really? Terrifying. I watched it as an adult for the first time (laughs) and said no. Wait, no. You have to watch The Black Cauldron. Okay. Because that villain is way scarier. And I 
I resent my mom a little bit for letting me watch that as a kid because he is scary. <laughs> um, you're going to really agree with this one. Tangled is better than Frozen. Uh, <gasps> Tangled is better than Frozen. Tangled is not better than Frozen 2. There's just a little bit too much... Like, I would disagree. And I'm not disagreeing that Frozen 2 is better. I think Frozen is better than Tangled. The thing that bugs me the most about Tangled, because I do love the story as a whole, is I really hate that he cuts her hair. Because he takes the choice away from her Mm. and he's like i'm a man i know better and that's the one thing that like always sits weird for me because like i love the rest of the film have you ever noticed that when you like yes i know (laughs) what i make i make the voice when yeah but have you ever noticed that the voice is like a big southern lady (laughs) (laughs) think about it think about how you just said better bland Devereaux. literally (laughs) Well, darling, <laughs> I do know better. I do declare. <laughs> I do declare. I do declare that Tangled hits all the right notes for me from, like, the comedy and the, like, just fun of a film and kind of gives more control back to the princess than maybe some of the previous ones did where, like, the men were doing the whole thing and they were, like, pushing the story along and things were just kind of happening to the woman, like the Cinderella's and the um snow whites and sleeping beauties and stuff like that so i liked that they were able to tell this story in a way that did not seem it didn't seem forced like some of the newer stuff sometimes feels like they're trying Mm. to to be like feminist for the sake of feminism which yeah like it does not have to be the main plot point like you can make feminist stories without being like over on the nose on it you know yeah so I liked all of that about it, except that last moment. Because she made her decision, and it was an honorable decision. And he was like, nope, not going to happen. And then he took the power away. All right. This next one. It feels thought-provoking for me. Classic Disney films and stories felt more thought out and now sometimes it feels like they rush storylines because they think it could be popular i don't know that it's because i think it'll be popular i think it's just gotten cheaper to make things so like before if you were going to embark like at the early days of the disney company if they were going to make a film they were putting a crap ton of money and time into it and it better be worth their while because if it did not make money they were out as a company like they were not going to be able to make the next one. Mm. And now they have the money, first of all, but also it's become a lot cheaper to do a lot of things like computers instead of hand animation and yeah, all of true. that. So they're able to just like crunch stuff out and stay within Quicker. a certain budget. And it kind of becomes a volume thing. Like if we pump out 10 films versus one, there's a good chance one of them will hit. It's okay if one falls Yeah, flat. so, like, if the other nine don't work out, at least we got the one that hit, and that's the thing that we're going to spend all the time and do merchandising on and put in the parks and whatever. 
So I think that there's not as much need for every film to be perfect and maybe things do get made quicker than they should or there's not as much time developed to like story development. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. This one. Monsters, Inc. is better than Toy Story. (laughs) I think I kind of agree. I would watch Monsters, Inc. before I'd watch Toy Story. I I can't get behind it. You have a very soft spot for Toy Story, though. I can't get behind it. Toy Story, for me objectively maybe a better film i don't know but for me i would always pick toy story over monsters inc that's just how the cookie crumbles <laughs> this one is not a hot take and if you think it's a hot take then we can't be friends <laughs> <laughs> carousel of progress is the best ride at disney like yes i thought that was obvious carousel of progress and people mover are the superior rides <laughs> yeah i mean Depends what you mean by ride. Like, best attraction experience? Sure. Like, most thrilling ride? That's a different category. Yeah, so, that's like, true. Yeah, if you're looking for amusement park attraction, like, crazy things. But if you're looking for art, definitely the most artfully designed. I think this person thought that, like, there are people out there who hate Carousel Progress. I mean, there obviously are people that don't care about it because the line's never more than five minutes. <laughs> I guess that's true. So I think there's and just a lot of people, people are that are wrong. But it's twofold for me. It's an artful experience and really unique and cool, but also you get to sit for 20 minutes. <laughs> and it's rare to get to sit for 20 minutes in the parks. In the AC, too. In the AC. So... If you if you see me, it will be there. <laughs> if I am at the parks, I am sitting on the people mover or I am sitting in the carousel of progress. Um, this one when I got it made me audibly laugh. Like truly audibly laugh. It still does. It's so good. They could demolish all of Frontierland today and I wouldn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree. As someone who like, is pretty obsessed with the Wild West mm-hmm. and Westworld is a fave, it doesn't do it for me. It It's just kind of like a walkthrough to somewhere else. It's not a destination. Yeah, I'm... honestly, it's a like, let's go there to ride Big Thunder and then immediately leave. Yeah. Yeah. So something's missing. Yeah. I would not be upset if they tore it down tomorrow either. And they don't even have any content there. Like the other the other lands are tied to like very specific stories. But that one's just like also the Wild West was here once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this person made the point too of like who needs a shooting range at Disney in twenty twenty three. Yeah, we need to shut that down. So Yeah, that's a no from me. Um, this one instantly yes the Ep- the Epcot the Africa Pavilion in Epcot is a waste of space yes 1000% there's, there's nothing there no there isn't and I would say calling it a pavilion is not even accurate it's like, not fair to Africa first of all but and also they have such a huge section in Animal Kingdom yeah so like let that live in Animal Kingdom and like 
they do it so much better there and they have so much more real estate there to give that like no I don't want to say authentic African experience but like to introduce people to the African yeah. culture and food and Morocco is a pavilion right yes so we have Africa represented yes and then we walk through a place that is a continent yes and uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you gotta say there. about that just leave it there Right. Um, what else you got? last one, and it's a great one to end off. Harmonious is the best show at Epcot, and it is the best show it's had in a while, and they better give us something great after taking it away so soon. They better bring it back. <laughs> Correct. That's what I say. I know I'm holding on to a false hope, and it probably won't happen this way, but I'm hoping after the 100th show like has its time that they pull a happily ever after and give us harmonious um just uh, yes it is the best show and i loved illuminations um but i like it better than illuminations and it needs more time and let's just think about the like wastefulness in general, of only allowing Harmonious to run as long as it has, because how much money do you think they spent on literally all of those, like, fixtures in the lagoon? Mm-hmm. Like, the fountains is what I'm talking about. Um, you're going to pay so much money to build those, to design those, to operate those, and it's only going to run for as long as it did? I think they're going to use the same thing for the next show i think that they built that long term to be Mm. more more customizable to each next show interesting that's my my gut feeling interesting because and i've said this before but like the the art that used to be on the bridge when you were walking to paris yeah that showed like this is what it's gonna look like someday it's fountains during the day it's supposed to that was always the artist picture for it so the fact that it just stays there in metal all day long and doesn't do anything makes me think it's not like it's still not complete like Mm. it's still there's still more to come i'll be right that would be fun that'd be good um well that was your hot takes i feel like i feel like there wasn't really any like insanely spicy one no but, I mean, there's probably going to be someone listening who thought that. <laughs> who will be very offended, yes. Let us know all the things you're offended about. Leave comments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let us know which ones, like, you totally agreed with, totally disagreed with. Um, I I thought this would be funny because, like I said, I put that one comment on TikTok about Splash Mountain. And I had people, like, telling me we couldn't be friends anymore. So, um, yeah, let me know what you think. And, um Be sure that you're following us on Instagram, TikTok, all that fun stuff. Actually, don't follow the TikTok because I haven't had time to do anything with it. Uh, But definitely Instagram, YouTube, um, anywhere that you get your podcasts. And especially if you want to be... um, Basic of the month. Yes, especially if you want to be basic of the month. That is how I source all of the basic of the months and put them in a randomizer and choose every month. So... Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you next month. So I hope February is a great month for you and we will see you in March. Bye.
Bye. <laughs> well, that's it for today's episode, Magical Basics. I hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to give us a follow and let us know what you thought of it. All of our links are in the show notes and description box down below. If you liked today's episode, please give us a rate and review. And don't forget to include your Instagram handle to be featured as our basic of the week. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and ring the notification bell. We upload new episodes on Wednesdays and other videos on More Magic Mondays. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time. So until then, basics, stay magical. Oh, 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 oh,